Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast with Craig and Jeff. And we are here going into the conference championship week of the NFL playoffs. And I just got to say one thing, and this, this is all you really need to talk about from last weekend, is Aaron Rodgers. How good is Aaron Rodgers? Like, oh man. Mind-blowing. Just unreal. That's all you need to know from last weekend is Aaron Rodgers. Like, he is so good. I couldn't believe I mean, the <laughs> Cowboys had no answer for the guy. No. And, and Dak, I mean, credit. He gets credit. He That's an I, impressive game for I, a rookie quarterback. You, but still could not beat how good Aaron Rodgers is. Oh, Aaron Rodgers' performance was, I mean, not to overdo <laughs> it, but it was something to behold. It was, I mean... And his wide receivers deserve a lot of credit, too, because he was throwing to everyone, and was everyone can make a perfect <laughs> sideline catch now. Yeah. Jared Cook looks Jared like an all-star. Man. Cobb comes out of nowhere. He gets back into the Al- – Geronimo Allison looks like he could be a stud next year. This was all without Jordy Nelson. Yeah, it was crazy. Devontae Adams, I mean, anyone that can catch a ball did. That I mean, that catch by Cook. Like, the, oh that my throw, gosh. that catch. Did you, you see – did you hear, like – Apparently, Rodgers is just drawing this play up in the huddle before. Like he's just telling he's telling the guys where to go. Anytime like, he starts running, not to even the, an actual yeah. play. Like he unreal. starts running to the sideline looking for players. You just know he's going to wing it down the field, and someone's going to catch the ball. Man, it's he's the most dangerous well, player. And this is he's he, he's going to bring up an entire topic now for our next episode is our auction strategy. And do you pay for Aaron Rodgers? Like, is he good enough, that good, where you actually, you know, over, we have a strategy of usually not paying for quarterback. He's going to change that, I think, for a lot of people. We'll have a whole episode about that. Aaron Rodgers just got his own episode, basically, because he's so, so good. I mean, but Dak and Elton Zeke, those two are just ridiculous as well. Like, I tell you, it was um, the thing that stood out watching these games. Um, is how amazing the quarterback play has been. Yep. And I know we talked about Aaron Rodgers, and he was a step above everyone else, but Dak Prescott, in his rookie year, is I mean, he could have easily folded <laughs> after he you know got an interception. It was, it was 21-3. I thought it was done. The throws he was making were right on the money. I mean, it was, it was really amazing that they stayed with it after you know Green Bay could have delivered some death blows. Oh, yeah. And then you go over and you watch Matt Ryan <laughs> – Yep. And that offense is mind-boggling as well. Yep. I could not believe how many weapons that team has. That's going to be a game. That is going to be so fun to watch. I mean, and well, they can do it all. Look at it. Look at the four quarterbacks. This just shows what the NFL is. It's Tom Brady versus Ben Roethlisberger, and it's Matt Ryan versus Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's quarterback. It's, if you don't have a quarterback, you can't win. And it was crazy they're because so good. Kansas City has a very, very good defense. Yep. And, and Roethlisberger they, wasn't. Quite as good well, Pitts, as the other Pittsburgh did score a touchdown. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, and it just also shows you that my biggest worry with KC is they can't put up numbers when they need to. Yep. Their defense played tremendous against a Pittsburgh offense that is very very talented. Yep. And they still couldn't get it done. And that's you know I guess that's just what happens. But um, my gosh, man, it was besides for besides for Osweiler. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know the the quarterback play was just tremendous, and even with him, I. I almost want to throw, like, just give him a, throw him a bone because he did throw one hell of a pass in the middle of the game that could have kind of turned it around for him, 
and Will Fuller just straight up dropped it. And I felt so bad because the one he throws right on the money that would have put him right in it against the Patriots. Yep. And but I mean I, that's also scary. Did you ever think that that Tom Brady could throw? Did he throw three interceptions? Or they turned the ball over three yep. times? Yep. And they still just crushed. It's. I mean, I, Patriots are so scary. In that way, like, it doesn't matter. Like, offense could not click, defense could not click, but they can always make up for it. Yeah, it's just, you need quarterbacks. That's all it is. It's just unreal to me. I'm just amazed at some of this quarterback play. After watching all of these games, do you do you still think the Patriots are the favorite, or have you seen something that would make you lead you in a different direction now? I know, I have a feeling you're going to want to root for Green Bay, but do you think that they're good enough? I still... I would still put the Patriots as the favorite. But, honestly, I'm warming up the Falcons, too. Like, I would say Packers normally said, but the Falcons' offense, I don't think we've given enough credit for how good they really are. I knew they were good, but um, Matt Ryan really has stepped up. And, okay, I'm just, I have to, because I was watching this offense, and, you know, you have, like, Aaron Rodgers, and you have all those wide receivers you can throw to, and you have Tom Brady, and... And how, you know, just oh, how yeah. efficient they are. Yep. But then you go to the Falcons and you have Matt Ryan throwing the ball to Julio Jones whenever he wants to. Oh, yeah. And then Devontae Freeman, I don't think we ever gave enough credit for how good he actually Devontae is. Devontae Freeman is a wonderful running back. And then you throw in Coleman, which might be one of the most athletically talented players on the field. Yep. And he's, he's doing it as a wide receiver and a running back. And then you also have Gabriel who has continued to perform, mm-hmm. which everyone is like, you know, you would assume that you would write him off. Yep. He played wonderfully. And then you also have a giant tight end, and you have Sainu. And, I mean, my gosh, is there anyone on that team that isn't dangerous? No, it's just, oh, man, that's that's an all, that's going to be a game. Falcons, Packers. So fun. Can't wait to see that thing. That's going to be, that should be a shootout. But. Also, last one, um, because I was behind on this and I yeah. didn't realize Devin Hester was still in the league. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he only still gave, amazing that, return that, That's probably it for him, it looks like. It looks like he's retiring now. Dude, I that. was cracking up. I was watching him return all these, and I was like, he's still amazing. <laughs> and he, he, oh, he's only been with the Seahawks for the playoffs. It's, it's, <laughs> they should have never put him anywhere else, and they should have just let him return case that, you know, his entire career and paid exactly. obscene amounts of money. Well, that's a little bit of a recap of the games for the week. And we're actually going to get into it a little bit more coming up, maybe a little bit more on specific players and stuff here. We're also going to end the episode. We'll talk about our bets. We'll talk about next week's games. We're going to end the episode with my top five list of players that are going to fall off in 2017. Might not agree. Some people might think I'm crazy, but these are my players. They're going to not necessarily mean they're going to go from a fantasy stud to just nothing, it could just mean they're going to not be number two player. They'll be number 10 to 15 player. Not like they're going to completely be a Brandon Marshall uh, yeah. situation. <laughs> Brandon, it's not good <laughs> when you're turning into a... <laughs> <laughs> like Brandon... I mean, it's not even... It's not maybe maybe more like a DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson situation. Brandon Marshall's a little <laughs> bit more, you know. I like, it's going to be the new thing. It's going to be like, oh, you're really Brandon Marshall, that one. Yeah, because he's, he's not coming back from it. But, all right. Let's recap our bets, Jeff. Oh, Let's yeah. Let's see how we did. Actually, yeah, I'm very interested. All right, here we go. I actually don't know how I did. We went Seattle, Atlanta, Seattle. Atlanta was a four and a half point favorite. Jeff, you went with Atlanta. Oh. I went with Seattle. 
pretty ugly. I got one. Got so one. you got that. So Ed, so for this week we, we both went, you know, two and two last two and two, week. Yep. So let's see what we got. New England sixteen point favorites against Houston. We both went New England. It's the only game we had the same on. And New England covered. Yeah, they did. It, it, it looked, it they looked did dicey actually covered. Yep. It looked real dicey. I, I, yeah, I, did, I didn't think it was going to happen, but they did cover. So we both got that one. So Jeff starts off 2-0. 2-2. Oh. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Kansas City, one-point favorite. Jeff, Kansas City. I went Pittsburgh. Yep, I messed that one up. So there we go. We, got, we each sitting at 2-1 and one with one game left, which is the Green Bay-Dallas game of Dallas four-point favorites. And you already know. Yep. Yeah, I didn't get that one. <laughs> and I got that one. You did not. So for the week, I went 3-1. and one. Jeff, you went 2-2 two and two. Two for and the two playoffs. Again. You're 4-4. Four and four. I'm 5-3 and three now. So we have three more games left this this postseason. So we'll see what we can do here I'm, coming I'm up. I'm rocking a 500 record right now. <laughs> Even money. Well, and then for our drafted teams, it's great how this is working. Our, coming into the week, we each had four teams left. I lose Seattle and Kansas City after this week. You lose Houston and Dallas. Yeah, so, so who you cares? Got, and, you, have, you, have, you have Pittsburgh and Atlanta left. I have yep. New England and Green Bay. So, which um, I obviously I would pick Patriots still being my favorites, but obviously Atlanta Green Bay is going to be really fun to watch, and Pittsburgh is by far the dark horse. We knew this, and they're they're kind of shaping up to be I that mean, way. Look at this though, like Atlanta, they haven't been there all, all a lot, but look at New England, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, same yeah, same team. <laughs> Just shows what having a good organization, I, good coaches, good front office does for a team. Yeah. Players come and go, but look at that. Green Bay is pretty much going to go. How how long can Aaron Rodgers be perfect, really? Yep. I, I would have to believe that at some point their defense is going to, I don't know, just not be good enough, especially going against these next couple offenses, which are going to be brutal. Yep. But you never know. He puts up a performance like he did last week, and they could be champs again. It would be crazy. Man, it's just, man, they, they could be. They were 4-6 and six at one point. Yeah. It's just. I mean, what did they rattle off six straight before they hit the playoffs? No, yep, that's eight in a row now. Eight in a row. I mean, they they're the hottest team right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, but how about before we even get, I'm going to do some recap. I want to do some recap before we get into our bets for next week. Okay. Just a little, a little much. Not not too much here. Seattle, Atlanta. Some of these players. I just want to talk. Paul Richardson had another four catches for 83 yards. This is two weeks in a row. This guy's looked pretty good. So. Dynasty League player teams, go pick them up. I'd go pick them up right now. And actually, I might do that as we're sitting here, Jeff. I might beat you to it. <laughs> but he's had two really good games in a row. I mean, he's people thought about him a couple years ago. He was a player that was hyped up a little bit. Never happened. He had some injuries. But now these last, let's see, these last couple games, these last four games, really, end of the regular season, he went, not not a lot, but he's, he's getting some five catches for four catches for forty two, four for forty three, for forty eight, two touch or touchdown, then four for eighty three. So he's slowly getting more and more work. You know, he could be the number two there behind Doug Baldwin next year if Seattle ever gets that offense going fully next season, which I really think they will. Oh yeah, here's another one we didn't mention, but I mean, he was running for his life a lot, but Russell Wilson really did play a heck of a game. Yep. Yeah, he. he not you know, numbers aren't going to look great, but yeah, they don't look near. But I mean, he was he was he's running now. He's mobile. Well, he, again. Yeah, he, he had to be. That yep. that offensive line will get shored up, and I think he's going to bounce back next year. So yep, I, that's I think that Seattle team is going to bounce back. Thomas Rawls didn't have a great game, but 
if he has a full offseason, he's healthy, full preseason, yeah. I, I don't see why he can't be. And that wasn't really his fault. He, he ran pretty hard. They just had to abandon the run so quick. If they, they can get an offensive line, yeah, see, if they can get an back. offensive line, that's they better target that offensive line. Oh, I, I guarantee you, they're going to go. <laughs> I, I think they will. So that's why I have confidence for him for next year. I think they're going to make some moves there. Atlanta does look great. Matt Ryan, man, his numbers, 338 yards, three touchdowns. Man, look, and Julio Jones, how easy does he make it look? Oh, yeah. It's t- Taylor Gabriel, four for 71. I mean, Devontae Freeman caught four for 80. They're just no, – the pass get yeah. Sanu, four for 44 and touchdown. They're pat, they're everyone out there. They can just catch the ball. And that, that offense should be great next year. We, I mean – we say that they should be, but we thought that also about the Panthers coming into this year. And yeah, but so it happens think, drop off. I think Atlanta has too much. Even if they lose someone, it doesn't matter. They have too much talent. They and do. Panthers, it was really all riding on Cam. Yep. I mean, who was their number one? I mean, Benjamin. But then you have what? Ted Ginn. Like, yeah, Ted Ginn's is. And then you have an yeah. injury-prone running back crew like that. Yep. That team, that offense, kind of overachieved because of how good Cam Newton was two years ago. So then, I don't see Atlanta falling off. Houston, New England. Tom Brady didn't look good. 18 for 38, two touchdowns, two picks. He was roughed up by that Houston D, which is really good. Can you imagine that defense with J.J. Watt next year? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> with how good Clowney is oh now? Oh, my gosh. And it just it does kind of make me wince because that defense is legit. And if they just had – I mean, I hate to put it all on Osweiler, but if they had a better quarterback, they have, man, they would have a real shot. They have a they have a top run, a wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins with a – Good deep threat in Will Fuller. Pretty good running back in Lamar Miller. Great defense. I know. I mean, it right? really just like, comes down to Osweiler. I mean, that's it, that's what it seems like to me. It, you know what? Dude, they should go after, and they should pick up Tony, Tony Romo. Romo. Yep. Oh, that would be oh, that would be wonderful. Play in Dallas in, Tex- Texas? in Texas. Oh, my oh gosh, man. That'd be so that's great. actually, that'd be a great pick. I don't think they're going to do it. They're probably going to stick with Brock, which is just I can so, see him doing it one more year. I don't well, think it's they, a good move. They yeah, put they, so much money into yeah, it. Yeah, they put so much money into it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, but not much else from that game stat wise. It was kind of Deion Lewis got a rushing touchdown, receiving Dude, touchdown, Deion return Lewis touchdown. Great, besides so, for that fumble, but <laughs> he could be. He's going to be interesting next oh year. Oh my gosh, he looked. He looked like he was back to his normal self. He was mm-hmm. so quick. And Packers Cowboys. We've already talked a lot about that game. That I mean, Rodgers was great. So much, that was so much fun to watch. Funny thing is that if you look at quarterback rating. Dak Prescott had a better quarterback rating than Aaron Rodgers. That shows how that stat really doesn't really mean too much. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I mean, yeah. Dak had a great game, 24 for 38, 302, three touchdowns, threw one pick. What? Elliott, 22 carries, 125 yards. Just keeps getting it done. Des Bryant looked great. Oh. Nine, nine for 132 that, and two touchdowns. It was, it was one of those that you wish that neither team had to lose, <laughs> that you wish they were in separate you know, conferences because – both those teams, that game was so perfect. Like, every time yep. a big play happened, it was answered. No one folded. Jared Cook is six for 104 and one touchdown. He's going to – too many people are going to dra- – he's going to get drafted higher now yeah. next year. I, mean, I, I never he's, – He's always had talent. He just never puts it together. Yeah, this is why I don't trust him. And this is why I get scared of watching the playoffs too because – Especially for yeah. fantasy value, because you start putting your belief in these guys. He's going to get a little same, overrated. Yep, and same thing with like, a, uh, which is a very intriguing prospect, but Geronimo Allison, and you saw <laughs> he's getting open, he's doing all these things, but will he ever this, crack? Yeah, this happens. This happens in the playoffs line? all the time. This was in, uh, I think, the year Seattle won the Super Bowl, um, or it might even it might have been the year that they lost in New England. Actually, 
they had this receiver named Chris Matthews out there catching balls, looked great, looked just like this prototypical, pro just great big wide receiver. Never heard from the guy again. I actually picked him up in our Dynasty League. He actually he wasn't even available to pick up in our Dynasty League because he was that unknown. <laughs> I picked him up once they put him into the system, and the guy might have had like one catch in his career after that. But so don't get too caught up with these guys. But Jared Cook, he's always he's always there. Then Steelers, Chiefs. I mean, no touchdowns for the Steelers. Yeah, Six this, field goals. This wasn't near as fun of a game. <laughs> but to watch. Bell, thirty carries for one hundred and seventy yards. Yeah. They just they don't even. It's just what they did. And Antonio Brown had six for 108. Those two just get it done. Yeah. You know, even in low-scoring games, they always get their yardage. It's pretty amazing, actually. Chiefs, though, only ran the ball 14 total times. Only eight times with Spencer Ware. I don't know how that's even possible. No, me either. It's not. And Tyreek Hill. How many 10-yard throws can you make? (laughs) Like, in a game. They didn't. Tyreek Hill didn't get a chance really for a big play. They only had 27 receiving yards and 18 rushing yards. They kind of kept him in check. He hasn't been held in check in a long time, so that's kind of yeah. one of the first. Well, that's kind of the recap. So how about we make some bets, Jeff? Let's, let's do it. Let's see what we got going I for gotta next week. i got to break my 500. You, you're 500 one, one down, so here we go. There's two games to bet on. First off, Green Bay at Atlanta. Falcons are four-point favorites. Uh this is going to be a tough one for me because I want Atlanta because I have them in their other bet anyway. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers is so unbelievably good right is now. It, it's hard to pick a, pick a game with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I just don't want to bet against Aaron Rodgers. I think, I think it's going to be an insanely high-scoring game both ways. So the four points scares me. Gosh, I don't want to bet against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I got uh, it, though. I got to go Atlanta. All right. It's just I think that's the smart money. If, if I had to put money on it, I would say Atlanta. And I think I'm going to pick Green Bay. Okay. <laughs> I got, I'm just rolling with it. I, I just I don't blame you. They keep they keep doing it every week. It's hard to count. It's Like you said, it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. It really is. How do you bet against Aaron Rodgers? This game is going to be – this is going to be high scoring. I mean – the over-under line on this game is 60.5. That is huge. I mean, that... <laughs> I wonder what Dallas's was. Because, th- obviously, not, they, I'm looking here, they hit over that, but... One of the... A tweet I found on here, um, this is from um, Bookmaker. It says it's the highest over-under ever for a conference championship or Super Bowl. No less. So, it's... People are expecting, so you know the game's going to be probably 17 to 10. Yeah, I'm going to get screwed over in this one. <laughs> That's probably what this one's going to end up being, but I, yeah, I can. Those defenses aren't good, but the, and those offenses are so, so good. good. <laughs> I don't see how it's not. This should be a game. I mean, they played in week eight, and the Falcons won 33 32. So, I mean, I could see another game like that coming on, but that was before Aaron Rodgers. That was like the peak of the talk of Aaron Rodgers isn't Aaron Rodgers anymore. That was. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, he's really. Can you can you believe that that was the talk at one point? Aaron Rodgers isn't the I hope same. People always freak out after a couple of games. And now he's the greatest quarterback of all time. No? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Everyone that said that though, like immediately just pretend that they never said that. <laughs> like the greatest quarterback in the league right hey, now. At least I never. I and of I, course, I traded as soon for him. Say that Tom Brady will go off and throw four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I mean people people are probably and be questioning like, no, Brady. No, 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 we never. Yeah. <laughs> after this game, but. I mean, so what do we get? And then I, let's see here. 
So, so what's the last spread? Like we're talking about Brady. It's New England Pitt. New England, five and a half point favorites right now. Uh, hmm. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, who are you picking? I'm going Patriots. It's a. It, I'm a little worried about the five and a half. I wish it was a little lower than that. But I think New England's going to win the game, and I think they're going to cover. It's a tough one, though. <sighs> that was really tough. Um, Especially because it's hard to say what's going to happen when New England or Pittsburgh didn't score any touchdowns. And Brady didn't look good last week either, so what way is it going to go? I think both are going to do <laughs> better than they did last week. I, I really do think – I think Patriots are just going to be a machine. I think, if anything, it's going to be – not a wake-up call, but I don't think – I think they knew that they could pretty much doze on Houston yep. and still win, and I think they just played up to that. I'm going to pick Patriots as well. Yep. Obviously, you know, Vegas is very good at picking numbers. That's why it makes it so hard. But otherwise, they would lose money. But, yeah, I would take I would take Patriots in this one too. So you're looking at a – you think it's going to be a Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl. I do. And I, I'm going with the Patriots. I think Patriots Bay. take it. Yeah. So it would kind of go with my, my initial thought. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's New England-Green Bay, which I think is a rematch from the 90s. <laughs> I think that's when I think Brett Favre no, won. I'm so pretty sure they they beat the Patriots for that Super Bowl that year. So before Tom Brady was Tom Brady, yeah, his, this <laughs> mythical creature. <laughs> I think I think that's where it's going to go. Green Bay, New England, but we'll see. I mean, so we have one chance here. You have one chance to get back that one win against me. If I win that, if if I win that Green Bay Atlanta, you can't beat me for the Super Bowl. I'll win the playoffs. That's true. That's true. So that's oh a, man, that's, I that's need a, that. It's a huge game right there. You Ooh. need those four points there for. For Atlanta to take over. Yeah. So, all right, that's it for our little playoff recap, talking about all that. So, how about some fantasy football talk again? This is going to be looking forward to next season. So I know a lot of people probably aren't going to agree with this list, but this is my top five players. I call my top five fall-off players of 2017. Okay, I have not heard these either, so no, I can't so wait. You're going to react. I know there's going to be a couple that you're going to be like, no, yeah. you know, you're a moron. <laughs> so. we, we, I'll tell you, by the end of the year, we were really – we see eye to eye in most things. Yeah, there's, but some, there's a few players that I fall in love with that you just absolutely. Well, hate. maybe you might. I don't know if you fall in love with any of these players, but there's still you'll see something yeah, on see. here. Yeah, we'll see what kind of caliber. Number five. With. The number five. This is. I'm going to start off the list easy. This isn't. Shouldn't. This isn't going to surprise. I mean, it'll surprise people maybe because they probably don't think about this guy ever. So it's not going to surprise people if he falls off from where he was. It's Rashard Matthews, the number fifteen receiver this year. There's no way he's going to be number fifteen again. Right. Tennessee is going to bring in. They're going to draft a wide receiver first round. He's going to be a number two. He's not going to be the he's he could be okay, but you're not going to play him. He, he won't even be rostered in a lot of leagues. So this is that's an easy one to start. I don't mind that one, but to be honest, yeah. he has kind of it's hard. It's like what what yep. do you classify as a fall off really? Exactly, I, exactly. Yeah. That's that's why this one's a little little. But I kind of like him because how many times can you bring in a rookie and he's the number one guy already? It's, it doesn't Rashad happen Matthews a lot. Matthews has a really good rapport, and he's always one of these guys that. Is quietly does very very well quietly. Well, and that's I kind of think of it as a guy who's decent. He, he wasn't started a lot, but yeah. I think he, I just feel like he's going to fall off of fantasy relevance. Okay. I don't feel like okay. he's going to be very fantasy relevant. He's yeah. going to be that guy that's kind of on your waiver wire that you always think maybe I should pick him up, but you really don't want to because you don't you don't want to have to start this yeah. guy. I have a feeling you're not going to start him. I think and, he's going to he's going to come. 
into play. You're you're yeah. gonna have him on your bench and kind of like yeah. wait. And a lot of people don't I, even. I kind of I like him though. I think he's gonna be one of those quiet players that you're gonna want to get in the draft. Because right. you're not gonna have to pay for him. No, you won't have to pay for him at all. And I just feel right. like so he's, you gonna, think he's gonna fall off. I guess. So that was an easy one. That's yeah. that's right. getting the getting it going right away. Number four on my list is Frank Gore. He was the number twelve running back this year. He's gonna be thirty four years old. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you at right? all. Right, like for this this, one. he can't do it again. It yeah. has to happen. I hate I hate going against running backs because of age or you know but that Frank or thirty four year old Frank Gore. Yeah, right? it's a very it's a very like it, they they say this thing is because there's data to yep. back it up. Not to mention Frank Gore is older than I mean normally the cutoff, normal yeah running backs well, fall off. Yeah, the cutoffs usually like thirty. Yeah, it's twenty nine thirties where you think the cutoffs buying odds. And let's be honest, do you not think this is a perfect place for the Colts to get a new running back? It is. It is. They they have a they could probably get Delvin Cook where they're at. For, I think that'd be a good running back be, to get. What a great pickup that would be. They would just. I think that's what they need to do. And so even if Frank Gore is still there next year, he's still playing. If they get a rookie, he's gonna get. I think it's gonna be cut. Yeah. is gonna be cut in half. I mean, running backs don't last this long. Yeah, he's number twelve running back again. Like he's, he's kind of just a freak of nature. He just continues to well, do well. It's a crazy thing in twelve team leagues. He's a running back one yet. And also, like, no one gives him enough credit either because. That line just let luck get just pummeled yep. for the last two years, and he's still producing. So, I mean, he's still taking punishment on his body. It's not like he's one of these, like, nifty, you know, footed guys that are, you know, running past people or around. He's going right through them, and he is still staying healthy enough to be the lead back. Yep. It's pretty amazing. And this, so that, those two are, eh, there's not much. That's kind of easy ones. Those aren't yeah. crazy. Number three is LeGarrette Blunt. He was the number seven running back this year. I, I really like that that pick for him yeah. to fall off. And especially look at Deion Lewis just did. I can see them you trying to use that type of offense more. Yeah. And this is and we say this many many times over, but the Patriots are just this is kind of their their mo where they will use whatever is at their disposal. Yep. So if they have multiple running backs they mm-hmm. feel comfortable with, they will use every single one of them. How how many times has a New England running back had two great years in a row? It doesn't happen. Um, I'm trying to think. It, it, it doesn't happen very often. Blunt didn't have this year last year. No one expected it this year, though, and he just – I think it was more the fact that Deion Lewis was hurt all year. Yeah, he was really the only – They never went for that. Yeah, the only running back available, especially for the kind of running yeah. that he did. Well, and he's the, he was the number seven running back, but he's going to be 30 years old in the type of style he has where he just – he takes a lot of punishment. Oh, he's a, yeah, he's a mauler. So – I could I could see he could be the way down. He could be a player that just disappoints. Yeah. I will not be drafting Legarrette Blunt in any league next year, it, unless I get him for cheap. Yeah, but I, 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 I feel like he's, I feel like he's going to be too. It's not going to be priced very high. I don't feel like it's not going to be. There's a lot of smart people out here. No one, people are. I'm not the only one who can see a drop off happening. So he's not going to be terribly pro, like even at the middle rounds. Uh, you know, middle round price, middle rounds. I don't. I'm not. I'm I don't not want drafting it. him. Though. No, I don't want it. I it's, it's in an risky. auction. I want him for ten dollars or less. That's yeah. and that's it. And that's not going to happen. Somebody else is yeah. going to take him. And it's for, the same thing for. I mean, it's everyone in that offense, right? Besides, unless yep. you have you know a tight end, which I like in you know New England's offense or yep. Brady. I mean, you can't re, you know really rely on a, a wide receiver either. Yep. Just spreads around so well. Why they're so good? All right. Number two, this is where I might get disagreements. People might hear this and think this is stupid. Why would he drop off? Especially with the talk we met earlier. It's Jordy Nelson. Uh, actually, I'm not going to fight right, you on this good. one. Number two receiver this year. He's not going to be the number two receiver again, I don't think. He's yeah. going to be 32 years he old. He's amazing this year. 
even though I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the number one quarterback, we talked about all the options Rodgers has. I mean, look at Devontae Adams only stepping up more. I can see a healthy Randall Cobb being very good next year. If Jared, who knows what is Jared Cook? Is this for real? Maybe. So Jordy Nelson could still have a productive year, but is the yeah. number two receiver productive? Probably not. Yeah, and still you're going to have to pay for him too. That's the that's my problem with it too. I could see him easily just being a wide receiver too, but it's look he's not. Rodgers doesn't look for just Jordy Nelson. It's not like situations where it's Dak throwing to Des Bryant all the time, or you know those kind of situations where Julio is the main guy, or you know Antonio Brown's getting all the catches. Jordy's not going to be that. He's not going to get every single ball thrown his way. Yeah, I, I would agree with that one. I I, I like that fall off too. He's, yep. These are both of those last two are guys that will go for uh, a substantial amount, and, and they, I will not be going. for And them. they can still have good years. It's just yeah, for what, they, you're what their for. values get, what they're going to go for compared to what I think their value actually will be is too much. Yeah. Not to mention both of them are in the top ten of their position. Yep. I mean, that, it, I mean it takes a lot to be up there. Yep. All right, one last guy. My number one who's going to fall off is Demarco Murray. I was waiting for his name. Okay, to come yeah. Up. I yep. mean, first he is. I mean, I just talked about how I hate the age thing. Yep. But it's not so much the age thing. Like he's the youngest. <laughs> yeah, but as he has such a talented guy right behind him. Yep. Um, and we talked about this many times. But even if he doesn't um, have health issues or anything like that, there's no reason to punish him. There's no reason yep. not to get um, that big, beautiful beast of a man the ball behind him. So I, I think there'll be a 50-50 split. Yeah, and he's he was the and number. I think the team will be better for it. Too. He was the number four back this year. He's gonna be. He's 29 years old. Which in running back, that's where he's starting to get to that point where I think they're gonna want to prolong his career a little bit more. The carries are gonna go down. See, that's the problem. He's a top five running back this year, and you're going to have to probably pay for that. But is he going to bring you that value? Yeah. That's the, the reason he was so is. wonderful this year is because you got him at a value. Exactly. He's not. no one thought he was going to do it. If you're, th- but that's the danger, too. No yep. one thought, everyone thought he was, his career was over, and yep. he, he just shows how talented he was. Yeah, but if you're, I, you, you watched Henry yep. run this year, and yep. you just know this guy is a – just a buttload of talent. So. I can see a 50-50 workload, yeah. 50-50 split next year. And I feel like if Titans were smart, that's and they yep. they obviously they are. They have a game plan. They're bringing yep. along players you, very very well. If they so. draft that number one receiver and go and, they, and Rashard Matthews is their number two receiver yeah. with a well, you with would, a Murray Henry yeah. backfield, a healthy Mariota, especially Rashard Matthews being the number one, where he's a savvy you know yep. wide receiver that did very very well in that yep. slot and then you have a talented wide receiver that can do and they have Delaney Walker he'll have the matchup probably yeah, he can and Delaney good, Walker it could be a very good offense next year and not to mention who knows maybe they'll grab a you know you get a talented free agent either wide receiver on the line yep. or something like that well that's a funny thing I'm talking about I have two Tennessee Titans on this yeah I'm talking about how much better I think their offense is going to be and I think those two are falling off but yeah. it's just going to be more because I think their offense overall is going to be better so those two guys are going to drop a little yeah. bit, but they should be. Well, yeah, it's, it's because of their rank, though. Yep. Because Rashard Matthews was so high and DeMarco was so high. Well, I think that is it for this episode, Jeff. You know, went over some playoffs. A little bit of fantasy talk for next year. But that is it. We'll have more for you, always. Some auction talk on our next show. You know, get a little auction strategy maybe here. I, I kind of, but quarterbacks mainly almost yeah. here. I'm excited about it. I, think, I can't wait to get into the how we approach it, <laughs> kind of get get in that brain of yours. If you have any questions for us, anything, whatever, get to us on Twitter at the FF Profit, and we'll get back to you. Maybe you're playing some DFS this coming week. If you look into that, we have four teams to pick for. What quarterback are you going to pick this week? You're in a D- value. They're all probably the same price. Yeah, I was say, who, value, are gonna, who are you going to go for? Be. 
Um, has to go in that Rogers Ryan. I have to go in that shootout. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely be in that side of the ball too. I think uh, I pick. I probably pick whoever's cheaper out of those two. Probably that's probably my. Guy. I for some reason I have. You would think that Rogers would edge out Matt Ryan only because. Even though I love how Montgomery had a couple touchdowns, but yep. you just assume that Devontae Adams Coleman will be able to steal some because they're such talented running backs that you're thinking that Aaron Rodgers might have an extra TD because he's trying to catch up. So yep. um, I, I think he would edge it out, but I really like Matt Ryan this week. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not picking from the from Brady Roethlisberger right now. Not after the last week, but no, they'll probably be still great. But. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> I mean, they're all great quarterbacks. They're all. Probably potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks yeah. here. So go for the cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next time.